Hello guys and welcome to your hashtag backstory. This is our season 3. Thank you so much for your support for the previous backstory season. It was a well worth listening to these stories. Take a look at our previous episodes. And again, we are revisiting the what's, the why's, and the hows of LGBTQ and kindreds and allies, as well as how we arrived to where we are today. This is your hashtag backstory, telling one story at a time. Hi guys, good evening and welcome to your season three. So this is going to be another story for our backstory and I hope that um, we you're enjoying the previous seasons that we have from the season one to season two. Thank you so much for supporting our backstory. And um, just a quick recap on the on our previous backstories, um, I think I had a, I had the opportunity to talk with Donnie, one of uh, one of my new friends during this pandemic. And feel free to check on his story. What is it all about? And how is it going on on Sangyang life? And what makes it very very worth listening backstory. So for this evening, it's gonna be another backstory. Of course, we are now on another season. So. Um, Karon is it of course a uh, like pandemic. I'm back. Yeah, so welcome back, 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 yeah. back again. <laughs> back, back, back. <laughs> yes, of course. Thank you so much, Sean, for being here for your Hi. time on this episode. Sure. <laughs> I wanna know since I know like how did COVID-19 or this pandemic affected your relationship and your friendship? Ah, uh, yeah. So, because of the pandemic, I think we were united with um, a common experience, no? same experience like um, uncertainty, anxiety sa mga friends, and, um, and katag magudmi, we're not in the same place. So, mm. I have friends na naasa kagayan, naasa Gandhi Oro naasa Thailand, Hong Kong, one in London. Mm. <laughs> and so we're all over. So thanks to technology, okay, there are other ways na but like especially now, like different forms of technology allow us to bridge the distance. No? So I'm um, I'm very appreciative of that fact. But of course, it doesn't take away that common experience. Na we're bonded by the common experience. Parang, who would have thought diba, in our lifetime that we experience like this? No, it's just a pandemic. Yeah, such a large scale. <laughs> exactly. Going two years. So, muna among common topic, like um, especially when, when I talk to them, like anxiety, how do you you know, how do you cope with that? So, in some ways uh, to help you especially adapt to the new normal. And if you have anxieties or have some mental um, health issues, how do you go about it? So, muna nga, all our conversation revolves about that. Like, how are you taking care of yourself about your mental health? Mm-hmm. So, it's also a way na for us to check on each other. Okay, I think this is the time 
diba? especially with this pandemic, to really check on your friends. time. I think there's no other time to check on your friends but now. Yeah. Na Even the simple kumusta ka means something a lot to people. So Exactly. Ano ginisya ka? It was intended. Ako ginang nabasa ng mga article mo. Somehow, kung tanaw ni mo siya, the world really had opportunity to stop. Pero we were allowed na mag-stop and to check on who matters. Like, naiuban nga, ikaw nila nga, like, dalibas some other people or some other friends na to, nga mag-ano silang ang ilang circle of friends. They know who are the people that they can go to. Kinsa mga go-to people nila. Eh, hmm. others are just like, you know, um, feel good. I'm not, oh, not going to bad mouth, pero pang open kayo mo rin. Ah, yeah. Diba? Parang, no, no judgment. Oh. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> pero kinahanin ko siya, and then, uh, tinutunod ito na kinabay yung mga friends na passing lang, na yung friends na ah, yeah. you've known them for a long time, and kanang sa imuha, that's your core people, diba? Exactly, and and that's fine. We, we need to uh, not box but compartmentalize diba, our, our friends not that we're boxing them but because diba kung sa circle pa who's your inner circle who's your outer circle who are the who are the friends that you know you hang out with just for a drink feel good friends i think they are also important equally important as your inner circle friends no, okay that's very diba? true i agree to that And... yes okay Growing up, I, I thought na parang, ah, you need to be fake with other people. I, I, and now, as I grow old, na having gone through these relationships, na I realized that everyone plays a role and in your life. Diba? Whether okay, when people come and go into your life, they always serve a purpose. I always believe that. So, just take them as they are. No? And kung shallow sila na friends, let them be shallow if they want to go okay. deep. Parang yeah, let them go deep. Put them into the pedestal. <laughs> exactly. You, yeah, you Accept just... Accept them as they are. Exactly. So, inana, come as you are. So, I think that's that's um what we need to do. if Especially in the current times. Like, know people that you can uh, hold on to regardless yeah. of whether the degree or how deep you know the depth Mm-mm. in your relationship so i think that's that's one thing we need to take note yeah and also Sean, um ano po katong na mention mo ganina na those are your core friends no so mm. that means that nag-endured na gid to sila through time through i just times. Know, i'm kind of curious lang why what might be the secret ingredient for our listeners, nanong katong imong core friends nagstay man kid mo up to present. What what might be right. the secret ingredient to the, to that friendship? I think it's important that uh, you find friends that align to your values. Yung kung unsa imong core values. For example, if you value integrity, if you value accountability, that's that's very corporate nung uh, kanang terminologies, but uh-huh. definitely. Parang what what are those values that you stand for? And then you find people who also believe in that. And it just so happened then, you know, friendship, I always believe that there is a, there's a certain magic and a friendship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's always a certain magic na 
Iba you encounter friends na first na parang murag lain man siya, eh, murag bitch man siya. And then and then it turns out na they are they'll be good friends. Because I think nag-align mo ba not only sa values that you believe in but also maybe at a shared experience. Like most of my my close friends are single ladies. Oh. <laughs> and they managed Yeah. yeah, they managed to remain single, and um, so it just so happened na pareha pagyud mi og 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 kanang um, how do you call that? mga concerns like dating, mm. um, career, and and stuff like that. So, but it doesn't mean na kung maminyun sila dili pagyapon, but because na namagoy bond na so even if you don't talk to each other, um. As often, but because nanamangui murag emotional bank account, I I wanna mm-hmm. highlight that. So kanang nanabito shay kanang kung sa sa bank pa nakainvest na kag emotions time, and not only that the quality of it. No, it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be um the duration. No. But it's really the quality of time that you spend with them, the quality of um, attention that you give to them, or the care, you know. So, I, I with regard to your question, I think it's really all about nag-align yung values, nag-align mo ganang um, certain shared experience at that certain point in time that allowed you to stay through the years, and that's the beauty of it. Na You don't have to spend as much because na naman kung depth na na kung laum na siya ba laum na siya so yeah it's 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 there so I think that's the secret ingredient to friendship and, and ano na pud siya asar ka ng tested na sad siya tested na pud siya yes correct na, and it's na, very rare no kano makita kaya nga na ba oh yeah that's why Friendships are blessings, ba? Oh, yeah. And most often than not, there are they are not planned. They are not right, planned. They just came <laughs> in like, "Hola, I'm here." But I have to say, na kaning when when I I choose my friends, so I I do choose my friends. Na parang uh, when I see na there my qualities that inspire me. Mm. So I go for those friends, na parang who can fill fill me in, especially in the areas na I I need uh, more support or more mm. clarity. Mm-hmm. So I I go for those friends. Yeah. So can I be the quality sa imong head, and then you go for it, mm. and you believe it, it that. Mga boxes. And yeah. Okay, kanang you've mentioned kaganina. I think um I I've I've read this somewhere. It's about um this is one of the advices by Marcus Aurelius Gravit. Yeah. <laughs> Find wise people to emulate, which is very true. Nakinahanglan hmm. exactly. ka. You had those with you in your life. Okay, sila man ang magtell sa mga okay. Okay, you're in the bad path. Okay, the detour ka muna, come back. Ganito di ba? Yeah, and I appreciate friends who tell me things as they are. Yeah. So I don't like ni mga kanabitong shalo-shalo pa, may paligwi-ligwi pa. Just tell it to my face. I would appreciate that. 
<laughs> because I'm also like that with my friends. I tell it as it is. Like, especially if I care about you. Ano mag, oh, ano mag, maligiligi pa. Yeah. Tell them in front of your face, whatever it may hurt them or not. Hmm. Parang kung na nasa ila and how and how they will accept it. But it's very important that you tell them rather than talk them behind them back. Exactly. So. I'd rather na I tell it I tell it to them mm-hmm. as it is and I'd appreciate if they can say this uh, do the same thing yeah kung nasa feedback sa tell me then we can work things out ano ko eh ano na siya kanang mga rare people na kinahanglan then especially kahit sa pandemic and we all know that um people right now have all the luxury of time to be online and then to be yeah finding whatever that they want to you know find and ano lang siya ba murag somehow medyo cautionary lang that people should be very aware of that and ah yeah you need to be wary especially when when meeting people online and yeah so which is um which is a timely topic say yun nga with this pandemic that there was a question one time na parang Uh-huh. Um, how this social media is different from in real life? Na parang uh-huh. which is much better? Are those relationships that you meet online, or those relationships that you meet in real life? And then so, I told yeah, them, they... yeah. And then I told them that you know, murag ang, ang, ang context karon is social media will encroach now into the reality the real life Correct. experience wala dili na siya distinct in a way mag mag blur bitong lines mm. between social media and and in real life so muna ang context karon na you need to know how to use social media to your advantage and not na you, you will be you know caught in the middle of things so I think when when it comes to choosing friends in social media, I think you still need to stick to the values that you believe in. And when you find your those people who are authentic because now more and more we talk about authenticity diba, in social mm. media <laughs> which was a topic uh, in one of the spaces. So you still have to stick to who you are as a person. What are your values that you believe in? What are the qualities that you find inspiring in other people? And find people who are that. And when you find them, good for you. So that, that, that's my takeaway, especially nowadays, na parang a lot of social media interactions. So it's not, you need to choose friends wisely. Yeah. <laughs> And very connection for my next question. And yeah. we all know that online conversations have been useful right now in you know, cementing mm-hmm. friendships and connections. So I want to know from your perspective, what would be your recommendation to anybody who's interested to use this platform? What mm-hmm. recommend or advice for the young listeners or for everyone? Right, right. It's important to to know what are the information that uh, you can um, divulge or reveal sa public. 
because once it's revealed, it's in a way public consumption. <laughs> correct. So, correct. So know what are those intimate details within you that you need to keep for yourself. And know what are the information that you are um, already confident to share in social media. Because at the end of the day, social media is parang, there's that openness, no? Open, it's an open space in, in a way. Mm-hmm. It's an open space. So whatever you share, that could be taken, uh, how you call that, um, taken against you. It could be used uh, to your disadvantage. So for example, like, magpadala ka ng mga pictures. Uh, <laughs> you know, know that... The privacy. You know, privacy, exactly. Mm-hmm. Propriety then. Like the, the pictures that you send. Diba? So um, at the end of the day, really knowing what are the information, what are those aspects that you cannot reveal, that you must keep to yourself. And if you're ready to talk about it, you can. But I think important then to, to know when to pause. <laughs> to to pause and also diba, to apply breaks. <laughs> In social media, we think na parang it's open. We can share anything. Especially if you're hiding behind an identity. So um, it's important to know what are those details that you must keep to yourself, and the details that you can share with everyone. Yeah, that's one advice. Okay, nowadays fluid modang social media. You could share about how your day went or intimate details of how you of how you spent your day. But at the end of the day, you need to. Sensor. <laughs> yeah, and also ano din, parang uh, I think corp- compartmentalization also pwede. Diba? Oh. Parang, at this ano lang, parang eh, eh, well, it, you know, I agree with the curation parang if you want to curate it like the way that Yeah, and, and that's uh, fine. It's not being fake or being I don't know, like being superficial, but mm-hmm. curating information is a must, especially when you go into social media. Like you cannot, as much as people can freely encroach into your space mm-hmm. because it's social media, please set aside some space for yourself that you, when, 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 when I talk to people, um, I always make sure that I still keep some certain things to myself. So, more na ako ba advice. And yeah. and also then do not lose who you are because you've mentioned that kanina na parang um, some other people are like we are. I think we're fixated masyado. We're, we're so fixated on you know parang okay this is the best of the person and mm-hmm. then parang ego fixated yeah. something and then eventually when you found out the, the truth about that person that's the exactly. versus the reality mm-hmm. no okay it, it, it's very open eh? and we, we this is actually based on the experience natin na parang 
we, we find people who are very self-centered or very you know, mm-hmm. it's more about themselves you know mm-hmm. for, for the cloud at the same time so munang, munang challenge sa social media karon na um knowing who you are versus curating yourself no i think what i'm saying is it's still important that um you curate uh who you are but maintain your identity as a person okay uban bitaw kay that correct kay mag mag curate sila that's fine pero kung if it borders on illusions delusions of grandeur na parang i-edit ni myself in 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 a big house and then you call it your house i mean that that's already being fake that's not curation anymore it's uh, it's, it's yeah so yeah that's what i'm what i can think of na people should be aware when when they go to social media uh, the information that they share the information that they curate but also knowing at the same time who they are really as as a person and identity and never lose that yeah yeah and speaking of identity and um parang getting or not losing yourself or your who you are um you all know that the, the episode is really all about the backstory so i'm gonna Yeah, yeah, sure. now to the backstory. That was just like yes. the tip of the iceberg discussion. So I want to know, Sean, from you, tell us or tell me what is your backstory and or take us back when you started, like um, if you have a coming out story and to where you are right now. Can you take us? Oh, it's quite a journey. I can oh. tell you that. So, um, So growing up, when I was a kid, I already knew na I think I was wired differently. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why do you say so that you were wired differently? You like you have that inkling that you're. Really- I had an inkling that uh, I was attracted to uh, the same sex. Um, I remember as far as um, kindergarten, mm-hmm. yeah, kindergarten. That's five years I, uh, old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about five or six. Kay among balay ato sa una kay duol siya sa basketball court. So and it so happened na hong papa was a coach in a basketball team sa amo <laughs> barangay. So he would bring players uh, sa balay to coach and then they will have a meeting and uh, na I remember na there was a time na gatan ako sa mga players outside and I was attracted with sweating bodies like you know those basketball you know, bodies and I remember now I was already flirting I I thought I was flirting now when I was a kid okay every time they would be there I would go out and then I would go out and just you know admire their I know their physicality but sa ko nga time at nga time I was clear na more attracted na ko I didn't have a word for it pero I already knew na I'm attracted to guys to physique to the male physique <laughs> so growing up um it took a night detour na hitabo kay we uh, I was I was raised by a very catholic and devout family 
So growing up, I had a sense na because of morality and everything. No? Yeah. When I was still in grade school. I I thought to myself na maybe this is wrong. Mm. Okay. That was also the belief of my parents back then. Na parang I need to be a to act like a real boy. I remember that. Oh. So my, my father, that, that was really the term. The, the, the line, term. Act so, like a real boy. A okay. real boy. And my father, he made many attempts for me to become a real boy, actually. So basketball. Kaya di ba gatulog siya basketball. So my father, um, they were teaching me and my brother to play basketball. But to no avail, especially for me. <laughs> I remember kana bitong pag shoot dito sa ball. You, you need that certain force, like you know, like that. Mm. Okay, ako nga ka remember. Dili gid mo shoot ang ball. Mm. <laughs> It was kulang ng force. And my my father was after that he feel frustrated and then sabi niya, when can you be a real boy? I parang that's my prayer muna akong wish para sa imo for you to be a real boy and, and for that also so I thought to myself that there could be something wrong mm-hmm. so that's when religion came in so as far as I can remember grade 3 or grade 2 I would me and me and my brother you know, would lead mga block rosaries mm-hmm. sa among subdivision So you're all boys. Yeah, me and, yeah, all boys in the family. And then we would lead mga black rosaries, mga ano. So in a way, bata pa ko, manang na ko. <laughs> Not in a derogatory sense, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. manang in a sense na very religious, goes to the ch- goes to church. Culture to religion. Yes, so I was tethered or I was attached to, to mm. religion. And it was my escape as well. I, I remember that. And then I suddenly, because it, it so happened, akong papa, gusto niya magpari. And then, wow. siya na, wala siya na, na dayon. So, uh, so he, he told me, when I, especially when I went to high school, na, why don't you become a priest? So, mag, I thought to myself, why not, diba? I mean, mm. Kay religious mongko, I would go to church. I would be very devout, no. So in a way, I was hiding behind the 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 facade of being religious. Correct. And I was showing my questions about my my sexuality uh, deep down. Okay, it was my escape. Mm-hmm. And then people stopped questioning me. Kay ah, pariunun man siya. Pariuno na siya, so munang ina na siya, soft. Oh. <laughs> so, so, I turned to religion, and uh, high school pa ko, in our class, so, fast forward na tano. So, when I was still in high school, I everyone thought na I would be the class priest. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was very active in our religious organizations school. And it was days with the Lord, so I was part of that. And uh, and I thought to myself, "Na bagay, nagpare." And that's why I explored uh, a course in humanities. Mm. Pagkatapos sa college, kaya mo nang prerequisite for 
for priesthood, humanities, philosophy, and stuff like that. So I pursued that track. And um, to the college na ko, still wala pagyapo ng I didn't confront who I was. Okay, um, I was hiding behind the facade of priesthood, being a seminarian. Mm-hmm. So I, I was repressing that even in high school, I I didn't really hang out with, I didn't fully explore my high school. Okay, I was like balay. You were just uh, passing lang kumbaga. Oh oh, balay uh, skwela then balay and I was I was active in glee club. Okay, mm. that's one of my passions, which I will talk to you yeah, more yeah, yeah. about later. No, so I was involved in that, and that was it. So I never really hung out and talk about issues about sexuality. But although I I remember, wakita ko ganang porn stuff, parang especially girls no and i was exposed naman to porn um, at a young age i would imagine na kung sa straight porn i'm the girl <laughs> oh <laughs> so i couldn't imagine na i'm the one like you know doing it like yeah. having sex like i i'm the the giver kumbaga uh uh-uh, you're the receiver the, so i was more of a receiver so mm-hmm. i already knew na I was already gay, you know, but again, because of the religion thingy, so I, I pushed that aside. And then eventually, nag-seminarian ko, and I noticed na every Friday, mga good, sa seminaryo, you just stay uh, in your in the confines of like yeah, seminary. Hmm. But I was yearning to go out like normal teenagers my age, like party mm-hmm. on Friday, which I never got to do. Okay. So you did that during your seminary? Seminary, no. I ah, was no. still, okay, I was still, you know, confining myself to the seminary. Okay. So, but there is that part of me that I, I really want to go out. Is that your inner, inner self? Inner thing, inner, inner oh. wow. So towards the last years of my life in the seminary, nag-explore na ako. And then that's how I uh, I remember the summer before I quit being a seminarian. I explored my sexuality. I kada bitong sa unang uh, uso pa kana bitong sa cable bitong uh, mag mag-appear ang mga numbers. <laughs> Oh phone numbers. That is so retro. Oh my god! And then very so, retro, yeah. Very retro, and then they would say like, "Parang buy or mga preference nila." Then there's that number, and then kay sa una di pa man ibang matrace ng ahanang ah, number unless you, you call them, di ba? Correct. Okay, so so you did that. That was your first. I did that, and okay. I explored it, and um, yeah. So I explored with um someone. Mm-hmm. And that heightened my curiosity until I realized and decided na um, I need to confront my sexuality. But at that time, I was still in the closet. No? It it was really a process. That's why I was I was saying that it, it was a journey. Okay? I think I fully confronted uh, my sexuality after I left the seminary. So, oh. so tung naglib na sa seminary. Then I started to explore, like hanging out with friends, but wala pagyud pa nag fully explore like disco. I disco, sorry, 
Bar. Pisco, <laughs> that's so retro. Bars. So, wala pa'y, wala pa'y kung nag, fully explore sa bars at even at that age. And then, so after I left the seminary, muna din to nag-explore na ko and I met other people. But, um, wala pa'y kung nag-come out. Mm. So, people still see me as an ex-seminarian who, so they still haven't seen me like, you know, fully flourish. Correct. And then, um, What happened was after seminary, then I met my first boyfriend, and uh, so I met my first boyfriend also in the same manner, <laughs> cable, <laughs> all the uh-huh. cell phone numbers that are flashing, and then and then I met this guy, and it so happened uh, I got in attracted to him. We were talking to each other and stuff like that until naging kami. But at that time, my parents were away because they were abroad. So I was left to my own device sa in uh, back back in Cagayan de Oro. And then, uh, ko, and my father had to go back. And then um, he found out about the relationship. And then that's how I came out to my parents. It was Ooh. unpleasant. It was unpleasant. Now my father had to find out, and then, um, so the thing was, medyo may pagka MMK, but he asked um, me if I will choose my family or my boyfriend. So it's just just those two choices. Oh my God! What an what what an option! <laughs> what an option! So ako, it was instinctive at that time. I'll choose my family. I mean, I wasn't, yeah. I didn't have a job yet after college. No, I was still exploring what to do. And then eventually, um, I chose my family. And that was hard. So that whole phase na when I came out to my parents, there was a time na I suffered like a mild depression because mm. I had to let go of the, the one that I love, the, the, the guy that I love, my first boyfriend. And uh, depression, anxiety, panic disorder, and um, it took a while. It took a while for me to to heal that. And um, I always believed that moving to a new place uh, somehow, like a change of environment, no. So I I went mm-hmm. to Manila, and I think in Manila, that turned like all out, especially oh, so, my... so when you when you went to the big city, that was the time. That was the time. And it so happened. is there. Yeah, freedom. I mean, Manila. Hello. Manila is like, you know, melting pot. Of, melting pot of men. <laughs> so take us back to those memories. Oh, uh, yeah. So it so happened. Uh, so I got employed in Manila and then I took my master's. And it only took a mentor. Yes. So there was like a sort of like a, my godmother. godmother so <laughs> I remember when when I got employed because I worked in a school and then there was this openly gay guy in a very in tune with his sexuality and I didn't want to open up to him at first because shit if I open up then everyone will know in the office that 
I'm gay, no. Mm. So I was hiding it. And um I think it only took one class. So I took a class in parang um like uh relationships uh, about exploring homosexuality and in that class parang I need to interview someone who's gay. So and, that was your entry point. <laughs> that was the entry point. So I set aside a, a time to okay me close ani ni ni mentor. Mm-hmm. And then so so I had to set aside a time kay shaman ang interview na ko. And then so like story na mi. And then so he shared about his coming out story board like uh, how was it and luckily for him tanggap siya sa yang family. Which was which was great. Uh, I mean, tanggap siya sa yung family. And then I don't know for some reason, nag-align ng stars or what. But at that night, sabi ko, actually I have something to tell you. And <laughs> I so remember right what he said. Moment, you, you... Right at that moment, ah. yeah. And then, sabi niya, I think I know <laughs> what that is. <laughs> So of course, gay dardy, right? You cannot. That's very uh, unmistakable, you know. Gay dardy's intuition, <laughs> exactly. So na basa nanya ako na gay. Sabi niya, yeah. Sabi niya, I already know. Sabi niya, the way you walk, the way you talk, it's screaming gay. Sabi niya. I didn't. I was only waiting for the time that you would come out, but finally the day has arrived. So, <laughs> so this guy is uh, a bit um a few a few years my senior. Mm-hmm. Six years? Yeah, six years. Are you that. still in contact with the person? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's happily married in in the US. So I'm proud of him. I'm really proud of him. So anyway, so that time after na nag come out na sa iya, then the whole doors opened. Um, then get educate kunya to the bars in Malate to Quezon City Circle. Ah, mag pick up oh guys tato. <laughs> And I was driving at that time, so sabi niya, "Magtohag QC Circle or magcruise ka in um that part in uh Espanya, yeah, in UST." Dagan po niya. Sabi niya, "Ah, you scan the merchandise first, Arash." <laughs> What are the tips from Godmother? Oh, the tips niya was smile a lot, as in smile a lot now. Okay, I have a tendency to be serious, diba? And I wear glasses, um, ma. So I need to, yeah. Somehow, pag naay glasses, no, parang it 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 breaks that naay kaning barrier, daw. So sabi niya, because you're wearing glasses, you smile a lot. Then say hi like that, like, and be nice. Sabi ko muradit man ako na kaya mang kay ko so I call her mamang to. Na kaya mang kay. Yeah, conservative char <laughs> madre madre hello so <laughs> so muto akong nakuan sa iya and be upfront also kung ganaan ka sa guy just tell it pero oh. it, tell it as it is so, and ay paligoy-ligoy I like you sabi niya yung anak pero 
moto nga time mo pa nga skill nga pa na learn at that time so it was more exploring um exploring manila mm, uh, gay bars exactly uh, mga gigolo sa <laughs> gigolo sa ano um tomas morato <laughs> So it's, it was all about exploring and then hookups. Oh my God! So I suddenly went uh, the works, no hookups, and then MIRC padate. <laughs> From cable to MIRC, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> So aside from that, okay, after after I got employed in that uh, in that school, I left that school to pursue mm. my masters and to finish it, and then I joined a choir. <laughs> you know, in the choir, <laughs> majority are gays. <laughs> so, di naman lahat, pero I found my tribes sa choir, and then mm. I experienced my heartbreak. So I think I fully um, came all out, like all the way out with the choir. Kaya na mga mga people who who are supportive of, mm. of me, and also they don't discriminate. So I think going back to my backstory, I think it only takes that one person, di ba, in a room. <laughs> believe in you so that was my godmother and the tribe finding the tribe uh, who you can be like at your most authentic balahura self and i and i found that so that was um the start and i think that really led to me like integrating more so it was at that process because it was more like within accepting who you're yeah. who you are as a gay person mm-hmm. but now i'm in that stage na integrating myself as a gay man to to the community so now so now it's more like integration to the community at large getting out of yourself now and i just want to share like last year uh in my company because we have that program on diversity, equality, and inclusion. And that's mm. the buzzword of all the corporates, uh, corporate world nowadays, no? corporate companies. And I came out to my to the company. And that was very empowering for me. Uh, uh-huh. I shared my story. I shared my story that I'm gay. And and I didn't share the whole story. No? So I shared mm. lang like before, I wish that there was an avenue or channel that I can express being gay and being part of the LGBTQIA community. And I thought it would never happen because it's a tech company. It's uh, engineering, mga mm-hmm. fully dominated by straight men. And it so happened that the, our new CEO was pushing for that agenda of inclusion and quality for all, equality for all. So I came out and that was the most liberating experience uh, Okay. How did what you happened? feel about it after 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 it what? It was pumurag na itunok bitong na nakuha. Okay. I've been with the company now, my current company, 10 years. And all throughout, mm-hmm. I didn't share about who I am. So there was a distinction, a, a compartmentalization. What's in work is work. What's in my personal is personal. Personal. Mm-hmm. And the two can never meet. Correct. But um, after It's I came messy. out, Yeah, it doesn't have to be like work, work, 
and personal. You can fully integrate with your team and be proud of who you are. So right now, they know that I'm gay and it doesn't matter, actually. So, yeah, so that's the full spectrum of mm. my coming out story. It was a process. You know? It was really it was like a, a long process, but it's a beautiful journey. But I have a question, Sean. So yeah. if, I, if you can go back to that coming out, not very good coming out of you. Yeah. What would be, if you're facing your, your younger self right now, what would be your advice for him? In, in oh. spite of the not so good coming out story, what would be your advice for the younger Sean? I think what, um, what was hard dif- uh, at, at that time was self-pity. So I condemned myself. I, I really did especially when my parents found out but I felt I was hopeless. So I think if I would give an advice to my younger self, maybe to be kind, good. I think that I, I will say that. To be kind and to be cool and to relax. Now, it doesn't mean that when you're gay, you are being crucified. No? Correct. Okay, the notion that if you're gay, you're like, especially back home, It's like a death sentence. Now you can never be happy or be fully free. So I think I would advise my younger self to be kind and and yeah, to always think. Because katung nag nag come out mangguko, murag ang image of God that was put for, because I'm very religious. No, mm. the, the image of God was a uh, vengeful, very calculating, like a. Uh, uh, very judgmental kind of God who is saying that parang I would go to hell. But I think I should have said to myself that that's not the image of God who, who he is. Or if you don't believe in God or in a higher being, that being is love in itself and is very accepting of who you are regardless of your background. So I would I would say that to myself, okay? Because of that image of God, na very punish, uh, punitive, or parang yeah, ga punish bitaw, very judgmental. I should have said that God is very um, is a loving God, and who accepts you for who you are, and you don't have to worry about anything or all what other people may say because you've been loved and accepted in the first place. So I would have said that, okay. My coming out to my parents was very hard because there was also uh, self condemnation. Then, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, that's what I would want to say to myself. Relaxed, being gay is fabulous. <laughs> nice. Were you able to? Were you able to to forgive yourself for giving yourself that situation? That it took some time. I have to tell you, Gray. Um, I, I even went to therapy sessions um, mm-hmm. when I was in my early 20s. And eventually, I I accepted. And I was more at peace. Now, this is who That's I good. am. I think in my 30s now. <laughs> yeah, because, uh, well, definitely, ano naman yan eh, parang, kasi I, 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 I believe, I just wanted to share this to you, that healing requires forgiveness. Mm, yeah, forgiveness. So, it it took years. It took years, and 
a lot of counseling, spiritual direction, mm. or being at home or at peace with who you are, being comfortable in your own skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So. And it take you to where you are right now. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And kung if I didn't take those chances to be healed or to forgive myself, I think things would have taken a different route right now. So, thankful kay kung uh, despite that long journey, is I, I told you a very long story, no? Uh, at the end of that Uh, uh, not at the end <laughs> but the story still continues yeah. that I'm more integrated and there's a lot of peace and, and yeah. that's the most important yes correct diba? yeah. and I, I just uh, just a pop-up question and then I think I need to ask you this um, for that first love that you had were you mm. able to make amends or like talk to the person or What was the greatest ah. thing that you did for your first love? Aside from not choosing him, diba? Parang at this time, did you, dis- did you do something for the person? I did chat with him one time and um, I told him my story. Na I was, mm-hmm. na at, at that point, I felt hopeless. Yeah. I hope you understood that at that time, like I wasn't able to defend myself. But it it doesn't mean that I loved you any less. I did love you and that was the most important thing. Muna akong giingon sa iya itong sa chat. Nako sa iya and okay naman siya. He responded uh, parang he, he accepted it. Kaya oh, after good. good yeah, after itong nag-break up me in a way I blocked him off. I don't know if you mm. can block that before but in number diba? I think you can block to some I certain think, yeah, extent. I think it's a cell phone, yeah. yeah. I forgot, my God, that was like early 2000. <laughs> What the heck? Retro. So, yeah, so I managed to chat with him and okay naman. Okay, yeah. And, yeah, so... Healing there takes was healing. time, no? Oh, yes. You cannot speed up healing. You have to go through the... the ano. Bisan lisod bito, agian yun mo siya ka ng your suffering becomes your salvation. Love it. Yes, very true. Very true to that. And ano naman, um, for my next question, I want you to tell us what would be the best catchphrase for your freedom days. Mm. Freedom days meaning right now in the present. Nah, like after, like when you come, like, ah. you were very happy when you fully embrace yourself. And whether then, like you know, the, the present time, what would be the best catchphrase for for that? I would say the unraveling of beauty. Yeah, oh. the unraveling of beauty. Why? Why? Why is it so? Because um, I never felt I was beautiful before because. Being gay, I kind of like short. Uh, uh, how you call that? Um, I put myself down a lot. Standards But, of beauty. Mm. Exactly. Or but I wasn't worthy. I wasn't enough. All, the, all those things that I I told myself about. Mm. But now and in my freedom days, the more I embraced who I am, who. My flaws are my weight, how I look mm-hmm. like, my height, 
be at peace with it, then that was the point that I felt the most beautiful. So unraveling, kay, and when you unravel, bakay step by step, bito. Bibi yeah, siya nga. like you're opening it. Diba? Yeah, like layers of onion, diba? Parang exactly. skin by skin. Uh-huh. Exactly. Or like a flower, you know? Yeah. It, it takes a while to bloom. Mm-hmm. And you cannot speed up or nip in the bud, diba? Okay, if you do, then it affects the way the flower blossoms. Correct. So, it's guapa. <laughs> exactly. It should be nurtured properly. And exactly. <laughs> The blossoming. To blossoming. Munang the unraveling of beauty. Not that I'm saying that oh, I'm beautiful externally, but maybe internally I am. Or maybe both. You I are, claim both. Of course. <laughs> you are. Everyone is. Yeah. I have another question. If your life was a novel, what would be the title? Title oh. and then who will be the Bida that you want? Ah, that, that I want. Oh, interesting. Oh, gosh. Pwede ba na I'll be the Bida? <laughs> you know, you, you make it creative. Go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I want someone who could play me na, like a character, no? Oh gosh. <laughs> well, I've always been fascinated with Sam Smith. So he's like, um, he can sing. And I think he can act too. He so can, him, definitely. Yes, because all the emotions, he can't portray that. I think mm-hmm. he's just waiting for that role. I think the perfect role would be my, my life story. <laughs> And what would be the title of the novel? Uh, the, title of, the title of the novel is um, I can I use that catchphrase for the same branding the unraveling of beauty okay <laughs> the, the unraveling of beauty, beauty um, Smith. yeah starred by Sam Smith starring Sam Smith why not yeah starring Sam Smith yes <laughs> okay so speaking since the solid number is Sam Smith I want to know, uh, I know that one of your passions is singing. What yes. are the top three na passions that you still want to pursue? Of course, the appeal is singing. And then, um, can you rank them in order? And then why? Right. Well, singing will be my priority, but my other passion is teaching. So uh, teaching, being a facilitator, being a trainer in, in different capacities. I think that will rank as one. Mm. Um, because I know I can already sing and I'm good at it. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Thank you. No, 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 not to be, you know, conceited about it, but I find that I am most happy or um, most free when I'm interacting with other people. I think I'm a very social person, very a people person, people-oriented person. So my top passion would would be that teaching, uh, being a facilitator, being a mentor, being a trainer. The next is singing because singing mm. is secondary to me, man. And uh, singing is my therapy. <laughs> singing is my release. 
And then the third passion that I I, I want to pursue is um I want to delve into writing. Why? And, uh, because when I was in high school, long before I in- entertained the idea of becoming a priest, I wanted to be a journalist. Oh. So I wanted to be a journalist. And then my father uh, discouraged me, okay, I'm a journalist. Ginapatay man na the government. Were you really close with your father, no? Really I close. was, yeah, kay, um, growing up, my, my mom wasn't there around. I wasn't ah. around a lot because she was a nurse. So I, I grew up with, with my, my dad, my father. Pero we were close, pero of course there are some issues, no, kay, very, to have a gay son or, or what. But apparently he has that. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so, yeah, so going back, um, I would be open to him when I talk about my career. So that's why it surfaced out can to be a journalist. So I want to explore more about that uh, writing side. Okay, um, I know I can write, not as, as, as good, but I think with given more time and given more exposure, I think I can still pursue that. So to recap, my top would be uh, teaching, facilitating, being a trainer. Second is singing. And then third is writing. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of access, I've all really you've mentioned already about your mom. Um, how was the relationship with your mom growing up? Growing up, I wasn't as open to her. Okay, she was most of the time I didn't see her. Uh, she only went back when I was nine years old, and she lived with us, and then she stayed with us until the college. So I wasn't as open to her, and I felt that my mom is a bit quiet and uh, very reserved. Hmm. So it's only now, na kanang in my thirties, that I am more open to my mom. I think it took some time, but um, but it 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 was also a process, no. And uh, we became travel buddies at one point. So I brought Aww. her to, to so Bangkok. Cute. I brought her to Indonesia. And then I wanted to bring her somewhere like Hong Kong, but COVID happened. But So I wanted to bring her to places because she, she loves traveling. And my father just wants to go to stay at home. again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> And what's her best advice in that? Ah, the best advice um, that she gave was um, to persevere even through the hardships. Mm-hmm. tolerance for pain. Uh, she went through a lot of, of hardships growing up. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, she persevered. So muna yang ko ana just persevere do do your best and as the saying goes god will do the rest but he, he she will say that just persevere endure the pain the suffering and then you will be rewarded when the time comes so do you think um that perseverance na quality of your mom did you got it yes 
because my endurance is very high. Um, I tested that when I joined the full marathon <laughs> back mm-hmm. in 2013. It was seven and seven, almost eight hours of running and walking, and that was one of the hardest things that I I I go I went through. Mm-hmm. And um, in terms of endurance uh, of pain, tolerance of pain, it's high, and I I attribute that to my mom. And one last, if you could um, offer a song to your mom, what would it be and why? And then can you render as your most favorite line of a song? Oh, that song to my mom. Uh, so my mom's favorite is... Well, she, she loved... She also loved to sing. See, your mom ko. Um, she she loved. Um, yung voice niya is like this Brazilian singer. <laughs> it's like Brazilian. See, Astrud Galberto. That's she sings like that. But I ah, So um. Oh, what's that song that I would always sing to her, and she would she would request? Oh gosh! Take your time. The prayer. I think the prayer. The prayer. Yeah, oh, she, okay. So she she loved that part of um. She loved it when I sing classical. So that part, like um, yung when um. Uh, parang that, that that line of the song is Sunyamon Mondo sends a pure violenza. Parang hoping that um, no violence in the world, but just pure hope and uh, faith and fraternity, meaning uh, brotherhood. So it goes like so it goes like this. Sunyamon Mondo sends a pure violenza. Un mondo di giustizia e di speranza, un giorno di amano so vicino, simbolo di pace, di fraternità. So that oh part, so she loves, she loves that part, uh, that um, that prayer for for uh, hope. In the world, and for men to be united, and no violence will exist. So mm. she loves me to sing that song, the prayer, and I, I like to sing that to her. Okay, one last language. What's the song of your life? No need to sing it. What's the song of your life? Oh, I was asked that question, and I, I, there's this song by an indie band called Florence and the Machine, and. Um, The title of the song is "Shake It Out." I resonate with the song because it speaks about darkness. Now it's always darkest before the dawn. So, I and you have to dance, and it's hard to dance with a devil on your back. So shake him off. So meaning we all carry all this darkness, our inner demons, mm-hmm. and how do we fight? Towards the light, so that's why I chose "Shake It Out" by Florence and the Machine. Yeah. 
But I've enjoyed the conversation. <laughs> but before we really formally end this episode, um, yeah. I have another segment, and then I call this segment the backstalk. Ano oh. oh, it's um, iniba ko na siya, pero I, I changed it since it's a new season. So for the backstalk 2.0 is um, just say your first thoughts. I'm gonna say phrases and words and then what's your first thoughts okay okay game game g all right again first letter is mental health is important is vital and i'm an advocate pandemic it's a uh, crisis of the mind as well yeah gratitude gratitude is something that you do every day at the start of the day at the end of the day even the beginning or in the middle of the day it has to be done every day beauty beauty everyone has it you only need to manifest that to the world to see acceptance acceptance is important it's it's essential because you cannot move forward in anything that you'd like to do if you haven't accepted who you are as a person faith faith is fundamental regardless of a god that you believe in or like a being it's fundamental grace grace i always like the analogy of a swan no na parang at exterior parang a very calm pero <laughs> what you don't see is the sun is busy like you know <laughs> paddling <laughs> that's grace <laughs> that's grace you cannot see it but it's internal and it you manifest that dreams 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 are valid whatever forms they are you know, it's it's really how you pursue it and how you make things happen travel travel is another important dimension because you learn uh different aspects of yourself when you travel sexuality Sexuality needs to be embraced and accepted for what it is, regardless of what other people say. Sex. Sex is healing. It's a form of energy. When used in the right context, it can heal. And it can right. also destroy. <laughs> right? And then um, for my last two, love. Love begins with the self because as Mama Roop Paul says, right? <laughs> if you don't love yourself, how in the hell you're going to love somebody else? Can we get an amen up in here? <laughs> <laughs> and for my last one, backstory. Backstory is a work in progress and it's a 
it's it's important of your history or her story because that forms uh, your individuality and you have to express that. So join Gray because you need to... <laughs> Thank you so much, Sean. Oh done it. I hope you enjoyed. Yeah, I did. I hope to yeah. see you soon when things are like yeah, whatever. Share around. I don't know yeah, halfway around, around the world, or we'll see. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. So I. All right, thank time. you so much for this episode for joining me. Enjoy the rest thank of you. your night. Yeah, and you you have a good rest. Bye. So there you have it, guys. That's our maiden episode for our season three. I hope that you have a bigger perspective on what you've learned in the story on Sean. Because we know that to find your purpose, you must decide what's really right. And know it in your heart and your soul. You must not let yourself be driven by fear nor anxiety. It is a decision made from fear is always the wrong decision, right? It will not help you understand what is really my purpose and other things that you want or goal setting at the same time. But instead, it will confuse you with the issues even more. So, um, some of my key takeaways for Sean's story is how he handled, you know, the encroachment of social media. That there's always a blur lines with reality. And you know, choosing friends and finding good people. And I just want to quote it from him that when you find authentic friends in social media, don't forget to fa- to make sure that you reveal who you are. Like find your tribe that emulate you and align your values. So, guys, we must choose our friends wisely. It is also very a good point there that Sean. Um, mention about not uh, his not so good coming out story because that means our stories are very grounding and at the same time it is our narrative so we learn from all of those stories right and he also mentioned about the choices that he made for that specific part of his life as well as Um, his journey towards self-discovery and being LGBT and finding a guidance through the mentor that he has. And of course, it's all about finding the path, gathering the passions that he really loved, which is singing and then teaching, and how he overcome all of the detours in his life. And definitely how he unraveled beauty. So thank you so much. Enjoy. Enjoy.